0: Are you ready?
1: A shot of wrestling. Episode 274. And the away we go. Oh, Rachel, get a shot, boy. Is that the message
2: you got? We about to go live but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my turn to seek is that the message you got
1: hello everybody welcome to another episode of a shot of wrestling i'm your host at michael j putty joined as always Hollywood Mark Schwann. Marcus how you feeling buddy you got my name right yeah no joke I feel off right now no joke this week
0: wow um now i'm thrown off i'm
1: confused there you go is, See? Is the... it's even worse than a joke isn't it mhm is there a setup here like i no, feel no like i've to be punked <laughs> not at all man i'm just uh tired and uh, still covering from this covid thing
0: yeah, man, that's crazy. I, I this past week has been the best I've felt since uh, Atlantic City. So I, I'm I'm on the path here. It's crazy. Like this, this whole month, I have not worked out at all. That that's the longest stretch I have not worked out since God knows when.
1: This is the longest stretch for me too, and it's crazy. I think we're going on twenty years. It's nuts. <laughs> me and you, we should we should, uh, we should get a workout session in. Oh yeah, okay, let's do that right now. It was also Friday the twenty fourth, which means for me, I don't know about you, twenty days ago my symptoms started. So this is almost three weeks with this shit. Yeah. I was telling you before the show started, last Friday I started feeling okay. I regressed, I got really sick Sunday through Tuesday. Went to my doctor, apparently I'm taking the wrong cough medicine like an asshole. I didn't know I didn't know those certain cough medicines I gotta take. So I started taking the correct cough medicine and gave me antibiotic for some fucking reason. But I'm feeling pretty good. Today is the best I felt since what, August thirty first, since we left? So fantastic. we're on the road there. I think we're in the fourth quarter of this. Marked two minute warning. I think we're. I think we're almost out of this.
0: This Atlantic City trip kicked our asses, man. Yep.
1: No, the trip didn't. The karaoke bar did. The the trip did too, in different ways. It's the fucking stupid karaoke bar. Next time I go, I'm gonna avoid that like the fucking plague. No pun intended. Oh, absolutely absolutely yeah <laughs> or if i do or if i do go i'm not taking off my fucking mask i'm singing with my mask i'm drinking with my mask getting a fucking <laughs> straw putting it under the mask next time though we we need to uh we need to listen to our
0: gut for like a lot of different cases in lake city there are a few times where i was at the table uh blackjack oh, yeah. and andrula like the gut said walk away i didn't walk away and i lost money and then when we were at the at planet rose right the second night we saw all these douchebags there, and we're like... I could tell you, too.
1: we feeling like... Our guts, so we're very, like very we
0: should uncomfortable.
1: leave here. We very, should leave. And, and we was, did it! No, they were very uncomfortable. The first night was... I think we talked about this last week or two weeks ago, but the, the first night was very chill, very cool people, very friendly people. It was a nice chill. And even the, uh, the karaoke guy and the bartender said the same thing the next night. we went, I mean, This is a fucking different vibe, different atmosphere, yeah. different like, mood, because there's a... Loud group of obnoxious, annoying people who were all on stage at once with one, one person singing. There's like six people on stage shouting behind them. They're all crowded around the bar, being loud and obnoxious. And they don't really doing, they do anything towards us. They can being I paint loud picture?
0: And annoying. Can I paint? Can I paint like a more descriptive picture, please? So picture these white douchey bros with the one, you know, uh, with the one black friend that they probably met somewhere. Rapping off key to like the, the, some gangster rap song, and because they had one black friend with them, they
1: felt it was okay. okay. <laughs> and again, they weren't talking to us. They weren't doing anything. they were just they're just loud, annoying and obnoxious. And then of course the généraux, the cherry on top, the twenty twenty four after every fucking song. Yeah, so, yeah. I uh... should have left. I didn't really feel like going out that night. Either, but we did that drinking. Oh, game. I, I wanted to. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah it, was, it, was like, it happens to me and Abel sometimes too. Like the first night I want to go out, the second night I don't, and he doesn't. Vice versa. So that, well, that's good when you go out with somebody. That's what you want. Someone to push you to go out when you because you're on vacation. Go out. Uh, but uh I don't want to keep rehashing the past. But next year, if we go back, no karaoke bar and masks all the fucking time because this is still gonna be around. It'll probably be the fucking iota variant by then. But whatever.
0: Yeah, by then, like
1: half the population will
0: be wiped out. So let's see. Yeah.
1: Sight. and a co-worker of mine came back she went to the hamas straight to vegas and she came back home i think tuesday or wednesday back to work on thursday now she's showing the same symptoms i had and she just thinks it's a cold or i'm like yeah that's what i fucking said too but our manager is unvaxxed nor, nor does she want it oh. so i'm like it's okay for her to go home her for her to stay home right they're gonna give her shit for staying home marcus i hate my fucking life so much
0: so, Putty, you know, if you manager, if something happens to your manager... No, I do not. I don't take, you, I, I don't take over, no. You, no? No. Oh, man. I was going to say, then, you, you're the boss. You're in charge. Yeah, right. I should be. Is the next next person up? Is, is that person vaxxed or
1: unvaxxed? That, that's how my job works, Marcus. There's no hierarchy here. <laughs> People just get fucking titles for no fucking reason except me. But anyway, this is a different subject. Now I'm getting into depressing territory. <laughs> Should we get more positive? Wednesday was a big night at TV, Marcus. The mass singer's back. But I heard you had a more fun time Wednesday night. You want to talk about it here? Or you want to wait till T V? Ooh, man. So
0: I, I went to AW Grand Slam. Fantastic event all around. Arthur Ashe, beautiful venue. My first time going there. Told you. Def definitely not meant for an no. event like this. That's true. I didn't think about that. You're right. It's it's funny because, like, as it was described to me, I've never been to the U.S. Open before, but I've been to Belmont. And it it seems like it's kind of similar uh, in the sense where, like, you know, people come and go as they please. It's not an exact start time Mm -hmm. uh, like in a wrestling event. And there's only one way in, one way out. It's all streamlined in one entrance. There's not like multiple entrances as like a typical stadium That's or right. arena. Oh, what a shit show! Twenty thousand people felt like a million people, buddy. I bet, yeah. Thank God, thank God, it was a vaccinated event. Although I, I, I heard some rumblings that there were some fake vaccination cards out oh, there. Have to so, have to be. yeah, yeah. So, uh, not completely vaccinated event, but they tried. But like I gotta say, man, the, the fans there were electric. Uh, that was one of the things we talked about in the show last week. What I was looking forward to the most is uh, you know uh, being part of the AEW crowd, but the AEW New York crowd. To see how loud we can get. And from what I understand, um, I saw some clips back afterwards. We didn't disappoint.
1: Okay. Did you see the show, buddy? Oh uh, yeah, I watched it. How did it play out on TV? The crowds? Or just overall? Um, the crowd was like a regular New York hot crowd. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Came off well. But he got like
0: nothing for this. <laughs> no, no, do Completely. Was- it, your arms are just like folded for AEW. Like, dude, this was an awesome event, man. Like, I was hyped the whole time. I got to see a few people. I saw Abel beforehand. I was there with my friends. I saw uh, my friend Kevin, who was on the show the other week. That's right, yeah. And at, at the end, actually, when, when I was walking out, walking to the subway, I ran across Ryan Peterson. Oh, yeah, no way. Yeah, so we were talking a little bit. Lots of people over there, man. It was a good time. Hot crowd all throughout. Tony Khan came out a few times, hyped up the crowd. This guy, I have to say, and uh, this not just being like an AEW mark or anything like that, this dude definitely gives a fuck. Like, he cares so much about the product he's putting out and for wrestling in general. He's unlike any promoter I've seen, honestly. Uh, that's good. I hope
1: so. That's what you want in a, in a boss.
0: Yeah, totally. I, I don't know. I, I hope he continues this energy all throughout. I hope it's not just because it's like new and fresh for him. Like you can tell he's a fan of the business. Like he loves this. Yeah. Um, and maybe that I think possibly that passion is growing more and more and more. You know, like when I got involved in, you know, in the wrestling scene as a manager, you know, I felt my passion for the industry growing more as well as with the more that I learned. So maybe I think that is kind of being with him as well. Uh, but, you know, I, I hope that passion continues and that he doesn't just grow stale and old. I don't see that happening.
1: Were you nervous at all being in front of a large crowd like that? Especially coming off a fucking uh, COVID situation? Uh, you I know, know, I don't see too many masks. I didn't see too many much. It seemed like it was just an old, regular crowd, wrestling crowd. Well, yeah, you didn't
0: have to wear the mask over there because apparently it's supposed to be a whole, uh, all vaccinated event. So when oh, I was walking in, we were being like, you know, shepherded in like, you know, like the herd going in there. Uh, I was with my friend and Kevin and I was just looking around because we were like all like shoulder to shoulder as like we're trying to get in there. And uh, I said, I'm like, man, it's a good thing this is a vaccinated event. Otherwise, I'd be freaking out. He's like, oh my God, right? Imagine. It was after the fact that I heard rumblings about like, you know, fake fax cards and whatnot. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, and I just got over COVID, so I definitely have the antibodies right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my group, we did get tickets for December 8th for UBS, the AEW Dynamite over there in Long Island. Okay, good. Uh, you know, I most likely won't have the antibodies then, so I'll probably be masking up for that one. Don't blame you. Like, I don't want to go through this again, you know. And at the same time, I definitely want to go out there and live my life. Uh, this this show is amazing, dude. And I want to follow up and see like, you know, what they do next when they come out here again. Great.
1: December 8th, right? Yep. Putty, will you go? I'm busy that day. Man, the hate for AEW is real. Again, please, Marcus, don't put words in my mouth. I don't hate AEW.
0: You know what? No, you don't. You don't hate AEW. You know what you are for AEW? No. You're apathetic towards it. You don't care about it at all. You have no hate. You have no love. It's a complete indifference towards it, which might actually be worse.
1: Can you just shoot me for one second? Yeah. Hey, Siri, what does apathetic mean? Apathetic means showing or feeling no interest, enthusiasm, or concern. Yeah, sounds about right, Mark. <sighs> <laughs> you had no idea what that meant. <laughs> Again, I watch it every week. I don't shit on it. But as for seeing it in person, like when I, why would I want to see it in person when I fast forward half the show? I, maybe that's the problem Maybe you just fast forward to show so much that, that's why you don't get invested in the
0: storylines or characters or anything like that you yeah, just but I fast watch, forward you not caring
1: but i watch all the interviews i watch all the promos i watch all the stuff that happens after the match before the match but you don't watch the match i don't care about the people involved in the match i don't watch the match and that's the same with, that's the same thing with impact the same thing with nxt the same thing with raw i always fast forward matches if i don't care about the people involved
0: I feel like, honestly, you never gave AEW a fair shake to begin with. I feel like the beginning, when, I AEW, it. For, when, when it first came out, you're like, ah, yeah, this fucking thing's going to fold. Fuck this thing. It, you know, it's going against WWE. This is my boys. Fuck AEW. I
1: hope they crash and burn. I never said that. I feel like that was your mentality. I gave him a shot in the debut, and then I just brushed him off, and then now I'm back to watching it full time. I'm open to it. Again, I was down for the uh, gun club last week, and uh, Nothing came of that. They were an AW dark. Yeah, I don't watch the YouTube shows. <laughs> I told you that's what happened. I thought watching the, the elevated you, to dark or elevation. Watch this now. I'm not going to be interested in that. <sighs> Did they have a fucking shirt at least, Marcus? Was there a shirt? Was there a shop stand?
0: Honestly, the lines were wrapped around all throughout the place. They, oh, there was man. no way in hell I was going to be able to get on that line to even see if that's the merch nuts. was available. So, sorry, my man. That's all right. I doubt they had one in the first place.
1: Anyway, Marcus, enough rambling on. Please tell us. What's trending this week?
0: All right, buddy. Lots of noise been being made about Rex Steiner. Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com, at Sean Ross Sap. Rex Steiner is the future. Big comment made there. And we also have some fans talking about Rex Steiner as well nico extra at nico extra braun breaker hit the steiner Kleiner and the crowd went nuts hashtag wwe nxt he looks exactly like rick steiner he sounds exactly like scott steiner let's call him braun breaker <laughs> agreed there with that yeah i mean the dude clearly is a steiner i don't necessarily know why they changed the name on him to uh what was he We call him again
1: braun breaker yeah Louis. what do you think about that name change it's a cool name. I don't hate the name, but uh, it was legal reasons. They didn't want him going around using a Steiner name in case he leaves to go somewhere else, blah, blah, blah. You know, same legal reasons.
0: Like they did with Curtis Axel?
1: Yeah. They did with a lot of people. So uh, I don't hate the name. It's a cool name. He has a good look. Everyone knows what the deal is. Everyone knows it's up, so it's not a secret. Are you buying, are you buying the hype,
0: though? I mean, the, people are, are really hyping him up. I You know, I've watched him on NXT, and... I don't know. I feel like they're pushing him
1: very fast, very soon. Very fast, very soon. Uh, but the new NXT, they need a new face for it. He's doing a good job in the ring. He can. He did a good job with LA Knight, first night. He did, did a good job in the opening. He did a good job in the tag team match. I think if they're going to pick a guy to be the face of NXT 2.0, 3.0, uh, it's a good one to pick. Yeah, I mean... Out of all the people
0: there, the, the new people there. I mean, obviously he's got some sort of name brand going on. He's got a good look. I mean, we only heard him speak like two words on the mic, really,
1: like two lines in the mic. So, like, he doesn't seem green. He seems doesn't seem like he needs he, too much uh, development. He seems like he can go. So, it's a good guy to have. I'm, I'm excited to see the future for this guy. He definitely has charisma. I, I I hope he doesn't have the mic skills of Scott
0: Steiner. We don't want to see Scott uh, Steiner Math 2.0 here. Uh, But, you know, as far as both Steiner, they were both great in the ring. I mean, Scott Steiner, obviously, he got a lot more – he got more of the spotlight because of his physique. And he was a suplex machine, if you remember. Uh, But, you know, Rick Steiner was no slouch either in that ring, man. Rick Steiner could definitely go. And, you know, Braun Breaker, Rex Steiner, whatever you want to call him, uh, you know, this guy, he's in great shape. Can obviously move in the ring. You know, he he definitely has the DNA for this business, and you know, I mean, he's definitely he seems to be working with Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, on screen, usually that means they're they're working somewhat together. Off screen, uh, Ciampa is definitely a great mind to learn from.
1: Oh, hands down. So again, he's in a great and position then, here. And then, of
0: course, you have Shawn Michaels. You have Road dog you, you have you have the backstage people too uh, that could really mold him to be something special. John NXT, H. they they seem to do. They, Triple H, I mean, I mean, Triple H is off right now, but yeah, when Triple H comes back, of course. I'm sure he has
1: been working with him, though. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's a good point. I'm sure I'm sure Triple H has worked with Ron Breaker. They, they, they've they had to work with him before and for him to get to this point for him to be comfortable with him being in the spot because it seems like they, they, they've they teased it a couple of times. This could be Tommaso Ciampa's uh, first title defense. so enough to be like it, yeah. Right? Would it be too soon, you think? for not necessarily for the title shot i mean i would think that the title shot might be a too soon but for
1: him to win the championship that would be crazy fast it'd be crazy fast also crazy fast for him to lose it too. to muscle chompa to lose it i think he needs to hold right. on to it for a while and be a leader as the show develops more younger up-and-coming talents because i don't think Ciampa beating breaker would hurt him No, especially if it's a classic like a
0: great match I think he to be a good WWE superstar there, but, like, yeah, I, I think they need to slow play it.
1: I like the homage he's wearing, like, that singlet he's wearing in homage to the Steiner Brothers, which is nice. Yeah. It fits the brand as well, the new NXT brand. i like to see him, like, doing maybe an interview or, like, a long promo to see how he can do, and, uh, again, good pick for the future, yeah. and I'm excited to see what follows his career.
0: Agreed. I want to see more work with him on the mic. Clearly, the guy can go in a ring Let's see what we can do in the mic. Let's see some character development here, and then we can move forward. Moving on to what's trending here, Liv Morgan. Seems like whenever she's on TV, whenever she's in an interview, this girl seems to be trending somehow, some way. People love her. People are behind her. She was on an interview recently. Pro Wrestling Finesse at Pro pro W Finesse quotes Liv Morgan here. I want to be in the same conversation as Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, and Bailey. That's my goal. Big lofty goal is there for Liv Morgan. But here's a clip here, Putty. I'm going to play this. Uh, Andrew at why you so stupid. <laughs> like the handle. Liv Morgan talks about Becky Lynch whispering in her ear that she would be champion when Becky returns. She hopes she can prove Becky right by winning the title whilst also proving Becky wrong by beating her for the title. Here's the clip.
1: Uh, You got your match against Carmella, but arguably I think the biggest match on the card Sunday is uh, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Now, given what, you know, Becky told you when she left, you know, all those months ago, and feel free to fill people in who may not have seen uh, Talking Smack, you know, assuming she gets
0: by Bianca, what would it mean for you to, to possibly face Becky and potentially take that SmackDown Women's title off of her beyond just capturing your first championship?
2: Oh, my gosh. If I didn't have this sweater on, you would see chills. Um, so, yeah, you know, Becky announced to the world and to everyone for the first time that she was having a baby.
0: Yeah.
2: And so I'm backstage, and I'm just, you know, saying my goodbyes because she's going to be gone. You know, at the the height of her career, she's going to have a baby. So I'm just saying goodbye. I go to hug her, and as I'm hugging her, she just, like, whispers in my ear that when she comes back i'm going to be the champion and that's something i thought about um almost every single day you know and she came back and i i wasn't the champion i'm not the champion yeah and it it's it's like a weird feeling it's almost like not that i am disappointing becky but just to know that that was like an expectation and i didn't meet it you know um but i know that i will meet it eventually you know i'm Well on my way, but I would love to prove her right and to prove her wrong, you know. And I would love to win the title off of Becky. All right, final question. Ideal scenario for me.
0: All right, buddy. Big statement by her, but someone that Extreme Rules going to be wrestling only her second singles competition on a pay per view. That's nuts, right? What do you think about uh, lofty goals here by Liv Morgan to? not only be champion to beat Becky Lynch for the championship at some point. Like she expected to be champion already by now. But also to be in the same to be spoken in the same breath as the four woman. Is that a possibility for Liv Morgan do you think? Like
1: do you see that in her? No. But I'm happy she's thinking like that. No one should be yes. on the, no one should be on that roster thinking, uh, you know, I could be like maybe mediocre. No, she has a great attitude, great lofty goals for her do I see it happening? No, I don't. I haven't seen that happening for other people, when it had so. Hopefully, I'm wrong here, but again, you just I just don't see the creative behind her. It doesn't seem like the powers that be are behind her. But you never know, man. You never know. Let's keep fighting, keep clawing her way up, and you never know. The sky's the limit for her.
0: Here's the thing: Liv Morgan is very young still. Uh, you know, I, I watched the WWE special on her. Honestly, didn't walk away too impressed. You know, I, I want Liv Morgan to succeed. I am rooting for Liv Morgan to succeed. I One could call me even somewhat a Liv Morgan fan because I root for the underdog. But, you know, I feel like when given the chance, and she's been given chances before, she hasn't capitalized on them. You know, inside the ring, you know, she's, she's improved in her in-ring ability for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when given like a spe- even a special like that in WWE, I feel like she didn't capitalize by getting people invested into her. There was there was there was no substance there. I feel like she was holding back. You know, those, that's an opportunity for you to open up. It, it, it's a skill in a way to to allow yourself to be vulnerable out there and to open up and for for you to tell your story to get people invested into you. I feel like Liv Morgan did not do that. Yeah, Liv Morgan, I agree with you, buddy. I think anyone that goes to WWE or goes into a competitive side or whatever it is, are you chasing your goal, you're chasing your dream? You you want to be the best. You aim to be the best. It's one thing to think it. It's one thing to even say it to your friends or your colleagues. But to say it on in an interview that goes trending on Twitter, you're know, you you're, you're putting a target on your back right there. Because then you set yourself up. If, if you don't hit those goals, people are going to be questioning you. Is there a timetable for her to reach goals? I don't think so. It seems like there was. It seemed like when when she was speaking in that interview, it seemed like she Becky Lynch set that bar for her and she didn't make it. You know, she so now. Now she feels a little no, bit hungry in a way.
1: There's absolutely no way in hell Liv Morgan was going to go from where she was to a world champion in nine months to a year. Uh, Nikki Ash did it. No, I mean
0: you can't deny that Nikki Nikki Ash won the women's championship
1: within that time frame. Can you call that? I mean, technically, yeah. It was just technically a, yes. It was just technically a, yes. There's a placeholder for Charlotte Flair for three weeks later. I mean, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't anything True. meaningful, but but you get yeah, she got shows yeah. like in the Bank,
0: and everyone... when she finishes, when she finishes the career, she's gonna go down at, as
1: at least a one time WWE Women's Champion. Do you think Liv Morgan wants that? Do you think Liv Morgan wants to be champion? For three I think, weeks? I think he wants to be a lengthy champion. I think anyone would want to
0: be champion. I mean, look at Charlotte Flair. How many how many title has she had? I mean, some of them have been less than three weeks. That's what I'm saying. I've been saying that for a while. It's a pet peeve of mine, but. Yeah, you know, I, I think anyone would want to be champion to hold that championship to know what it, that feeling is like to eventually get back there again. Even even if you have to drop it in three weeks, uh-huh. okay. Uh, but but at least at least you go down in history as a as a champion. Listen, Liv Morgan, I feel like she does have the tools. I feel like she's just she. Again, is she just has not capitalized on it. Is it for her? Whatever reason okay.
1: is it her or your favorite subject? Creative something? Does seem like creative? Think have in, anything for? I, her? I, I think in this case, I'm going to be completely real here. I think it's her. Why?
0: I, I think creative I think creative does like her because they keep on giving her these opportunities. They keep on giving her these chances. I personally haven't seen her capitalize. Personally, there's always something that seems there that she's holding back. I feel like she's holding back. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I feel like there's still more to her. I feel like there's still a fire in there that's just waiting to explode. And when she does, I think she she could be great.
1: We'll see what happens. But we'll she has it. to tap into it when against her, against Carmella. there's the a thing—a good opponent for her. And see, that, I'm sure she's going to win that. Let's see how she wins it. Is this the question? Hopefully it's a good match. That's all I ask for. Please be a good match. Nice, Again, clean, crisp I'm, match. I'm rooting for Liv Morgan. I'm not hating on her.
0: Sounds like I, nice. I I just I, I want to see more. That's it. But moving on here, John Cena. Oh, man, there was controversy there. The most controversial person in all of wrestling continues to be so even when he's gone. So, ringside news at ringside news. Fans call to cancel John Cena due to comments about Chris Canyon. Hashtag dark side of the ring, which aired this past week. Uh, obviously about Chris Canyon there. Let me play the clip here from the Howard Stern show. So everyone gets an idea of
1: why this is the case. Here's here's the weird thing about Chris, and I've known Chris for a long time. He okay. uh he actually came out of the closet after he was fired. Right. He just he wasn't any good. He was not a good wrestler. No, it's uh, he was hired by WCW initially for like a demon persona he called Mortis, which was pretty entertaining. He had the whole mask and everything. Hmm. He came to us with his WW WCW persona of Chris Canyon, which mm-hmm. was just a A guy in tights. Right. And with Vince, you do have to have a certain technical bravado. You got to be able to wrestle. But at the same time, it's WWE. You got to be able to entertain the people. Right. Chris just wasn't any good.
0: So the person that shared this video, Catch Wrestling You, at Catch Wrestling, says, I'm not sure I can watch. Chris Canyon was bipolar and committed suicide. I'm bipolar and have suffered from suicide ideation. We just lost Daphne, also bipolar. I can't forgive John Cena for going on Stern and burying Canyon either. Canyon was great. That's one person calling for John Cena to be canceled. Now, on the other side of this, fade to black at blackxmass underscore. So correct me if I'm mistaken, but John Cena is getting canceled for saying someone isn't good at wrestling. Please tell me how that's cancel-worthy when y'all call wrestlers mid-24-7. Should y'all be canceled too? So this is what I've been seeing on Twitter for the past few days, going back and forth ever since Dark Side of the Ring uh, premiered with this. You know, obviously other wrestlers have been getting some flack as well. Ric Flair, Undertaker like Putty, your thoughts specifically about John Cena here. This this seems to be getting the most noise about what he said here. Is this an overreaction? Because we heard the clip. John Cena didn't necessarily bash Chris Canyon for for him being gay. I mean, apparently John Cena has a gay brother. He's very supportive of Darren Young when he came out. So this doesn't seem like, you know, Chris Canning being gay. It just seems like his opinion is Chris Canning just wasn't good. That's the problem, man. How
1: dare a public figure have an opinion? <laughs> this is fucking stupid. Again, he, I, I thought he said, oh, Chris Canning, he sucks. He didn't even say that. He just said he wasn't that good for no. a wrestler. He didn't say he sucked. He said he just lacked a certain technical element that his man likes. And he wasn't good. Okay. That's his opinion. A lot of people agree with him. I don't know too much about Chris Kennedy. Yeah, I mean, the invasion Vince McMahon agreed with him. Yeah. I don't think gay has anything to do with this issue. I don't know why it was brought up, probably in the preceding conversation. No, this is just people, again, cancel culture is at its finest. People want to cancel anybody who doesn't agree with them, and it's fucking stupid.
0: Well, this one seems to be going back and forth. Uh, Good. This one These seems some... like... It seems like a lot of people are, are agree with what we're saying. Like, you know, John Cena, all he did was state an opinion. Yeah, you know, about his wrestling ability, about whether it wasn't even necessarily his wrestling ability. It was more about the fact his character work. You know, John Cena stressed the work about entertainment and wrestling in wrestling in WWE, and Chris Canyon didn't bring that factor there. You know, Chris Canyon, it, I mean, obviously there are people that are fans of his work. He was good in the ring, I thought. You know, he, um, the whole Morbis character seemed interesting, but he didn't bring that over for whatever reason, WWE. That maybe that could have worked. I don't know. But, you know, I mean, it is what it is there with that.
1: I don't remember him, his character being bad or him lacking anything in his character. Again, I didn't know much about him until the invasion. And he kept, he's this guy with these tights on, with his shirt on that kept saying, who better than Canyon? I'm like, That's a good fucking tagline. That's cool. It's funny. Interesting. So I don't think his problem with the character too much. I think it was his in-ring ability wasn't up to par with WWE's looking for.
0: See, it just uh, it just felt flat, it seemed like, for, from what I remember. But then again, I wasn't necessarily like. I think at that point, I was kind of taking a break from wrestling. So, but I've I've seen clips of it. Didn't necessarily like. There was a lot of like big names at that time too. That was that was around wrestling. That so it was easy for Chris Kane to get lost in a the shuffle there.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: he was. He, he didn't have that big personality. It, it's Listen, it is sad what will happen with Chris Canyon. It, it, it's absolutely horrible. You know, and, you know, Ric Flair, for for what he said in the Howard Stern show, you know, I don't necessarily know what to believe with that one, because Ric Flair does say that he didn't necessarily know he was gay at that time. You know, if he did, and some of the stuff he said Ric Flair sounded like was kind of more ignorant about. Uh, about uh, gay people, about homosexual culture in general. At the same time, and this is not going to give Ric Flair a password, but like, I guess I kind of am, because in in a sense, back then, at that point, I think there was a lot of ignorance about gay people, about the homosexual culture. I think a lot of people dis- didn't necessarily know so much about that world, as opposed to today. I feel like now like more people know that, like, you know, being gay is not a choice.
1: It's called evolving. It's co- Yes,
0: it's called evolving.
1: So people today, are, allowed, of people co- are allowed to change.
0: Today, of course, it's going to come off as insensitive. You know, like, we talked about at 1.2, about back when, like, you know, throwing the word gay or, uh, as being something that's uncool. You know, the back then, man. yeah. I mean, back then, we just, we didn't know better because we weren't open to that world. Today, we know damn well, like, hey, that's something that we should not have been saying uh, and something we don't say. You know, so I I, I don't necessarily know Rick Ric Flair. I mean, those comments definitely contributed to Chris Canyon. And I, I don't necessarily think Ric Flair killed Chris Canyon. But I, I think, like, it's shit like that that led Chris Canyon to that point. Undertaker was known to hit people hard with a chair. I don't necessarily think that anything, him being gay had anything to do with it. Me personally, I don't think so. Nothing came across about that being, being said, but like, I know that's what people are complaining about Undertaker. John Cena is flat out just an opinion. Flat out. It's debatable about Ric Flair. It's debatable about Undertaker. I'll give him that. I don't necessarily agree with it. But John Cena,
1: straight up, we heard it, opinion. Yeah, and I don't see why we should cancel him for his opinion. No. It makes no freaking sense what he said. He and was- it's, not,
0: it's, not, it's not an opinion about him being gay. It's an opinion about his wrestling ability.
1: Yeah, it that makes no sense. People just love to complain about every fucking thing. Dark Side of the Ring. Do you think it's good for business or bad for business? I have a funny meme I didn't post yet. There's a it says uh, fans. Oh, Dark Side of the Ring is doing a piece on my favorite wrestler. <laughs> <Then> <laughs> underneath it goes, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. It's a picture of Bad News Barrett.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't
1: know. That's if funny. It's, I don't know if it's good or bad for business. It doesn't seem to be doing too much positive for it. I just don't know. Or is it though? Like, just seems to be telling stories, and you're getting one side of the story. So it seems like to be criminalizing some other people, but you're not getting the other side of the story.
0: Right. Here's the thing about documentaries, and I, you know, I, I'm in entertainment. I've, I, I am a producer. I have studied this stuff as well, so I know what goes into documentaries. It's, it's a lot of editing. It's a lot of film work. But you're, you're, uh, it's to help illustrate your opinion you know you, you, the yeah, tenority, your scenario your your point of view here it, it's not necessarily supposed to like i mean yes some some do bring about both both points both sides of the story here but if you want to really push your opinion and i've always had a problem with michael moore about this i feel like michael moore was the king of doing this just like editing it to the point to get his point across that he's the one that's right mm-hmm. by any means necessary okay I'm not saying Dark Side of the Ring necessarily does that, but they all do to a point. And people have to remember that. This is a documentary.
1: Yeah, exactly. Documentary. Someone. Yeah. You're getting their side of the story, their opinion, the story they want to tell. Okay. And you sit back and enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, shut the fuck up.
0: I think it's good and bad. As you said, like, you know, it, there's obviously a lot of bad things because it's called Dark Side of the Ring for a reason.
1: Yeah, we're going to get happy but... stories here. Yeah.
0: But you know in in a way, it could be good because you know it's it's opening eyes of like the shit that happened in the past in the wrestling world that that wasn't necessarily so great that you know people are suffering for it today, and hopefully to make the locker room a better and safer place for the future. you know what I mean, so in that regards, it could be good, bad because it's not making anyone look good at all,
1: no. But again, that's all the stuff that happened in the '80s and '90s in the locker rooms, you don't hear too much about going on currently. We don't know much what's going in the locker room, really. But We don't hear too many stories of what's going on today. Is the same as going on 30, 20, 30 years ago. Oh, well, we don't know that. Again, yet, people evolved. I, I, mean, I mean, you. I mean, you can't say necessarily
0: say for a fact like you know things have gotten tremendously better. I mean, you hear Velveteen, Velveteen Dream. We heard that, about the locker so, room.
1: That's his own personal life. I'm talking about the, 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 lo- the locker room. We don't hear too much about people doing ribs, pranks. I'm sure there are stuff going like that going on. But we don't hear too many stories about current athletes shitting in someone's bag. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's well, fair. It, it, at I least the the Mr. Mr. Perfect was big on that, I think. I think the last time we really heard anything about that was uh, JBL kicking Miz out of the locker room. Right. Right. And changing the bathroom or out in the public. No, I mean, it's...
0: It's definitely interesting stuff. I, I feel like you're right. I feel like that that meme that you described about Dark Side of the Ring just sums it up so perfect.
1: I'll post it up tonight. Yeah at Logate Putty.
0: But putty, I don't want to end off in dark stuff here. I want to end up on some positive news. Scarlet Bordeaux at Lady Scarlet 13 posted a picture of her and Karen Cross with a very nice engagement ring. Pop the champagne. Hashtag I said yes. They are now engaged, so congratulations to both of them. Honestly, I thought that was already the case. I'm
1: sorry. My bad. I'm sorry. I thought we went and done some good news. <sighs> Sad day I'm for sorry, my dear buddy. Another one bites the dust. It's <laughs> oh, good news. No, Happy again, couple, I, man. I thought the same thing. I thought they were engaged already. So congratulations to them, man. Happy couple. Good couple. They've been running together for a long time. So about time. Best of luck. I look hope to get invite to the wedding. Yeah, right? Yeah, shot wrestling. Let's 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 get invited to that. Please, let's sponsor it. Per, per oh, our lo- put our logo on his tuxedo or something like that. <laughs> love it, love it. Hopefully,
0: uh, hopefully we'll see them back together again on on TV. That'd be great.
1: Speaking of TV, let's get on some TV takedown this week.
2: It's time for this week's TV takedown.
1: Mark, my favorite subject. Honey. TV takedown. I've been looking forward to this one all week. Can't wait. Let's start it off, Mark. Let's do this. What do you got for me?
0: All right, man. So, you know, as I just mentioned before, I was at AEW Grand Slam. Phenomenal show. To kick it all off was probably the best match I've ever seen in my life with Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. Dude, blown away. I don't necessarily know how you felt about that match, but seeing it live was electric. I just want to shout out some. some I know it's uh, what's trending is over, but I want to shout out some, a few tweets over this. Uh, the Macho Beard at Macho Beard for a Life. Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson got a five star rating from Dave Meltzer. This is the first time Meltzer has given Danielson match five stars. Crazy to think about that because Dana Bryan has had phenomenal matches in his career in WWE, and, and that's um. Now Brian Danielson, listen, man. Someone else mentioned before too. I can't even find a tweet for that one, but. They were talking about how good the match was, right? And they didn't even kick into third gear yet, he feels like. I feel like they had more to go. Oh, here it is. I found the tweet. Louis Dangor at the Lewis Dangor, the usual anti-AW Brigade, are trying to say that David Meltzer only awarded Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega five stars because Kenny Omega was in it, and it's quite laughable. The match was brilliant, and the scary thing is it felt like it never got out of third gear. I have to agree with that, man. Um, the way it ended off, I feel like it was a great finish. It was an old school finish, uh, but like reminded remind me of like back with uh, Ric Flair in the territory days, when it, you know um, the championship was on Ric Flair. It was only seconds left to to go before the time limit. Ric Flair is about to tap out or get pinned, and there's a time limit draw. That's it. Ric Flair keeps the belt. Uh, that's what this felt like here. I'm very curious to see them wrestle again. I want to. I know. I know they're going to wrestle for the championship. That's That has to happen at this point. I want to see this week how we get there.
1: Okay. What did you think of the match? It was good. There's two groups on Twitter that are fucking annoying to me. I say this all the time. The AEW fucking marks, who will eat anything AEW does up and it's the best thing since sliced bread. And there's a fucking annoying AEW haters. Right? I tried to weed. Mm-hmm. When I'm on Twitter, I try to weed those two out and get to the, like the people in the middle, the apathetic people. See? You remember the word. Some people were complaining that if WWE match ended like this, people would be shitting on it. If done right, I I feel like. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like it it depends. 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 That's what I felt too. I heard a lot lot of comments from the AEW haters saying, you know, if WWE did this, you guys would be shitting on it. And I'm like, "Mm." I don't know. I don't really think there was a clear outcome to this match between Kenny Omega and Daniel Bryan. So I think it was okay. It just seems like this is getting a lot more reaction than I thought it would. I feel like it was the proper way to do
0: it. There were many points where it seemed like Brian Danielson was going to win. There were also many points where I thought Kenny Omega was going to win. I, I had no idea how this thing was going to end, but then we we're getting closer and closer to time limit. Carson and I looked at each other. This is going to end in a draw. going to the, the time's going to run out. And I also like the fact that it didn't end in a way where like you know Kenny Omega was about to tap out. Kenny Omega was about to be pinned. It ended like with them like going blow for blow in the middle of that ring.
1: I thought that was original, too. People don't seem to give a shit about Dave Meltzer. Especially when he reports fake stuff, t- talked about it off air, left a bliss, him and got to a little spat online. Yeah, I mean it's hard to take Dave Meltzer seriously. I know people like Carp on the on
0: the the ratings series. some people think he's God when it comes to like going over wrestling stuff. I don't necessarily think so. You know, it's always fun to talk about, you know, five star matches, yada yada. Like the fact that Brian Dennison was never given a five star match, I think, is ridiculous. You know, there are plenty that come to mind. Just for me watching WWE with him. And I know he's had classes before WWE.
1: So should we make up our minds here? Like, are we paying attention to him? Or just are we ignoring half the stuff, but paying attention to what his ratings are? Are we not paying attention to his reporting, but care about what he rates matches? Is that what this thing is going on now? I don't know. Do I do not I care don't, about I ratings never, at all until, it's like, we like the rating?
0: I never really take Dave Meltzer seriously, but I will say this. I do agree with this, about this match being five stars. I would agree with that. Because, again, I have to stress what I said beforehand. This was by far the best match I've ever seen live in my life. So, And, and again, I mean, it wasn't even, didn't even get to third gear yet. I At one point, there was a chant. Fight forever. And that chant gets thrown around pretty loosely, I would have to say. Very loosely. Only you deserve a chance. But in this case, I feel like it, it was worthy of it. I feel like I could watch these two fight forever, and I'd be okay with it. Like I, I really, I really can't wait to see how they top what they just did at AEW Grand Slam.
1: Hmm. But you weren't impressed. Well, how many stars would you give it, buddy? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think like that. It was a good match. Um, I was also on my phone half the time. I wasn't paying too much attention to it. It was a good match. I don't hate it. It was a good match. Probably one of the best matches in AEW I've seen. Right. Yeah. Will it be on my shortlist for Match of the Year in a couple months? I don't know. We'll see what happens. As of right now, now, for me, it's Match of the Year. I would have to say. Oh, I can predict a lot of your award winners right now. I'm not going to, because that would be a spoiler. There's one thing that's kind of annoying to me about Daniel Bryan. Bryan Anderson. (laughs) And I've been watching him for a long time now. It just seems like lately, in the last year, maybe since the Royal Rumble, or maybe last year's Royal Rumble, his chest gets lit up very easily nowadays.
0: Oh my god, dude! I was able, so I I was up pretty high, and I was able to see that without even looking at the, the the screen. Like his chest was bright red.
1: I think the match started with Kenny Omega giving a chest a uh, chop to the chest, and then one chop it lit up. And I remember that Omega's Royal, chops, Omega's chops are no joke. And then remember that Royal Rumble; it was iconic. Where his mat, that's what the first time I really noticed his chest was so. Like gross looking, and it's only a recent. I don't remember his chest being like that. I don't know. I don't know what's going yeah. on. I don't know if it's something new or some herb he's taking because he's very vegan. I don't know. What's going some on. herb maybe he's taking. Maybe more iron in his system. I don't know. But Eat very, a steak once in a while, Daniel. It's very <laughs> off-putting. It's very like ooh, gross. But anyway, that was my two
0: cents. Oh, buddy, let's see how your chest looks after he gets slapped around once in a while. No,
1: it's not going to look like that. That's just ooh. <laughs> I mean, it might, but I'm saying his his chest didn't look like that three or year, four years ago. I mean, before he came, before he when he came back, even was that three years ago? He came back two years ago. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. It, it, that's definitely like a newer thing. I don't know. If we, he definitely seems like bulk up a little bit more. I don't know if that has anything to do with it nope. or what. So who knows? But yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing this coming week. AW Dynamite continuation of how brian danielson kenny omega they get to the championship match because kenny omega did tweet
1: after the match no rematch so that's fair he's not required to have one he didn't win he didn't lose that's fine i'm curious how the storyline works out in that he's going, he's oh, going to get sure. one but he's going to get one for sure doesn't seem like there's an authority figure on air authority figure to make that match so i'm curious to see how it goes what his argument will be i thought this was a great week of tv monday through friday marcus Beginning to end, I'm looking forward to so much stuff. Okay. Where do I begin? Raw was fantastic this week. And I don't say that sentence. Raw
0: was fantastic. Raw said. was really good. Okay.
1: Raw, Raw, I thought Raw was pretty good last week. I thought Raw was really good this week. Maybe it had to do with Roman Reigns at the beginning and the end, bookmarked by two great matches.
0: Mm, that's true.
1: Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, was on Raw. There was something from Raw that caught my eye that I'm looking forward to this week, but I'll let you, I'll let you go. Staying on Raw, it was, for me, Shayna Baszler. Finally, Mm. she's breaking up from this tag team with Nia Jax, which I thought was pretty good. They did; they had a decent run. I thought they were good for a while. Kind of got a little stale towards the end. I feel like it got stale very fast, honestly, for me. But go on. Thanks for cutting me off. But now I'm curious. Now, are we going to is it a creative team going to get behind Shayna Baszler again? Now we're going to get the Shayna Baszler from the early 2020s. Remember, Shayna Baszler eliminated everybody in the Elimination Chamber, right? In 2020, and pretty fast timing too. Yeah, I think she set multiple records. She was the dominant force in NXT. She came out. I think she's got a little slow start in Raw, but then she got this boom push heading into 2020, heading into WrestleMania, and then she got to tapered it off. So now I'm curious. Now she's a single competitor again. Are we, are we going to see this Shayna Baszler from early 2020? That's what I'm excited about, see where her future and holds it, here.
0: It, it was a dominant Shayna Baszler, too. I mean, we've never seen Nia Jax dominated like this before by anyone. No. And it was just a... Uh... Violent, violent, man the way how she attacked Nia Jax
1: the way how she broke her arm and she's conflicted about He's, it too you see her like almost like in tears like conf- I shouldn't be doing this I do care about her we're our friends but nah fuck that
0: and Nia Jax sold it pretty well I have to say get some props to her but yeah Shayna Baszler has the potential to be an absolute monster a lot of in this were, women's division on Raw a lot of people are complaining how she's been watered down I'm hoping now we get the Shayna Baszler back also you know going along with the women's division here I have to say, you know what I'm really looking forward to, and and I know the um, I know Extreme Rules has already been played since the, this is going to be aired, but Alexa Bliss, Charlotte Flair, that promo back and forth was awesome. Yeah, uh, these those two, they definitely have, they definitely have that chemistry there, that that, that works. We never really seen them that much together before. Uh, you know, it was always like maybe like a specialty match because they were always on the opposite brands, so we never really got to see a lot of their promos together. This one worked really well on Raw. Makes me look forward to like you know what happens next. Will Alexa Bliss beat Charlotte Flair? Could be a possibility. I, I'm also well. I'm curious about too. Is like they did tease something there. Charlotte Flair talking about the old Alexa Bliss. She's mm-hmm. gonna beat the old Alexa Bliss back into her. Is that a possibility? Are we gonna? Is this how we see the old Alexa Bliss come back? Because you know, Raw fans they
1: want it. They want to see it. They want to see uh, the goddess come back. Like that oh snap moment when Charlotte Flair was talking and people were wooing and Alexa Bliss goes, that's not even yours. And Charlotte Flair just hits back. Oh, let's not talk about originality here. Right. But that was an oh completely, snap moment. Completely off the cuff for both of them. Great
0: stuff right there. I want to see, no matter who wins Extreme Rules, I, w- I actually want to see this program keep on going. Yeah. Allow Shane Bla- Baszler to build up her dominant uh, status once again and then get back into the fold.
1: I think I read I think it was Twitter. Someone posted how they wouldn't be surprised if Alexa Bliss wins because uh, Charlotte Flair is known to have these short title reigns. Right. Apparently, W doesn't like to give her long reigns, but she just came off a short reign. I don't see her getting two short reigns back-to-back, so I'm assuming she'll retain here. That doesn't make too much sense for her to lose again a month later, only to win it back in a month or two.
0: Right. Right. And Sheena Baszler also, you have to keep in mind, she she just recently got off a program with Charlotte Flair. And also, Alexa Bliss recently. So, could she possibly play a role in here? Should, could she interfere in this match? And eventually, we'll get the triple threat match in the next show.
1: I hope so. I think she deserves it. I want my Shayna Baszler back. Shayna Baszler back. Shayna, I can't Shayna say Baszler back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say too many shots of wrestling this because I'm not fucking drinking.
0: Yeah, Raw Women's Division looked like it's shaping up a little bit more. So, yeah. it, it was kind of lackluster a little bit. SmackDown Women's Division, obviously stellar. Uh, but you know, Raw, kind of iffy right now. There was only like one or two, three people out there. Now it's chipping up, so this this is good to go, man. I,
1: I'm really looking forward to see what happens there with Raw
0: Me too. Uh, in the women's division.
1: Me too, man. Raw is definitely hopefully on the upswing. Cause I think it's coming around, but or maybe just having a couple good weeks. Who knows? We'll hopefully, we'll see what happens.
0: And you know, smart move. At first, I, I was I was a little confused by it, but smart move by putting the women's tag team championship on Nikki Ash. And Rhea Ripley. Because now, Rhea Ripley
1: will get exposed to both brands. So yeah. that's a good way to build her up. Something I do. thought something I thought about when we were talking about her being called up. I don't think she'd be in the main event picture right away. I think maybe give her the title, tag team titles for a little bit. Let her be on both brands, get some exposure. I think let her be a tag team specialist for a little bit. That's what I'm doing. I'm excited to see how this goes for her. Because I think she, thinks she needs something. And this, this is, in my opinion, good for her. Because the, the main event picture is yeah. a little crowded right now. With Charlotte Flair dominating it's, it's, everybody.
0: It's, it's very crowded, it, you know. Again, Rhea Ripley. We talked about Liv Morgan being very young. Rhea Ripley's very young, you know. And, and for her, it obviously it's a big jump from NXT to the main roster. Let her get her footing again. Let her get more exposure out there. Let the fans get behind her. And then, kind of like what you're doing
1: with Shane Baszler, you know, eventually gave her that dominant push. Moving on, I thought NXT was good too. What I'm looking forward to is NXT next week. Did you see this card? Holy crap! Raquel Gonzalez defends her title against Frankie Monet, a match has been weeks in the making. B-Fab and Electro Lopez, I thought they'd done a great job with this feud. between Not only between Hit Row and Legado del Fantasma, but these two women all of a sudden, boom. Looking forward to this match. We got Roderick Strong against the Cruiser, defending the Cruiserweight Championship against some new guy, Grayson Waller. I can't just say that anymore because these new guys have been showing up and showing out on NXT the last three weeks. So right now I think the NXT card next week is looking sharp, my friend. Plus, the uh, toxic, toxic attraction my new favorite trio going for the <laughs> women's Tag team championships I knew you would like them buddy Oof. Oof.
0: I uh I'm cautiously optimistic for NXT no, it, it it didn't grab me back in yet like I'm, I'm not as hyped as you are for this week but you know I'm, I'm gonna stay tuned in hey listen we talked about it last week you know we're talking about you know what we're looking forward to seeing. You talked about looking forward to seeing what happens next with index. Yeah, and I said, what, what would you do if nothing happened? Nothing happened, buddy. Oh yeah, but they wrote. They explained that they're on the honeymoon. Next
1: week yeah. they'll be back next week. You, you mean tell me they couldn't film something for the honeymoon? Well, we'll see what happens next week. Could they're either coming back from the honeymoon? Maybe get clips, get video packages. Who knows? No, I, I, I don't. I don't know, not, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to nitpick about that. They're on the honeymoon. They they had a fine explanation for it. I'm fine with that. Let's not nitpick. I really. I really have a feeling nothing's gonna happen. I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong too. I want to be wrong. Victory Road invoked option C. Christian Cage versus Josh Alexander. We got Deanna Perazzo versus Mickey James. Looking that forward one. to Bound for Glory in a couple of weeks. I think this episode of Impact set it up very nicely. We're on the road for Bound for Glory, Marcus. Can't wait.
0: Impact was trending at one point. Especially for Deanna Perazzo versus Mickey James, that match being official. That match is going to be phenomenal. Yeah, you know I, you have Mickey James who can still go. Hell yeah! You know I, in, I know uh, I know NWA exactly. You know, I, but I feel like not a lot of people pay attention to NWA. Unfortunately, yeah. You know, I, I think a lot of people, the mainstream fans, you know, Mickey James didn't really necessarily do much in her last run in WWE towards the end. There, she has a lot left in the tank, man. She can still go like no other. It's a possibility she can win. The Impact, the Knockouts Championship. She even said and it. Deanna, Deanna Perazzo, young star. Been the face of Impact
1: for the last year, I would say. Last year and a half. So this, I, I hope this actually made events. She even said it. Like, uh, I have a lot left in the tank. You don't know what I still have left. So boom, can't wait for this match. Christian Cage versus Charles going Give me a great match. That could that, steal the show, Battle for sure. Glory is setting up very nicely. It was still weeks left to go. So boom, great job on Impact.
0: One thing I have to say about uh, from SmackDown, what I'm looking forward to seeing here, Sonya Deville and Naomi. Very nice build to this. This is very, very good build, man. And, like, you know, we talked about before Sonya Deville, still relatively young. You know, like, we were questioning when she's going to get back in the ring because we heard rumblings so that she's been training. Mm-hmm. I think this sets up very, very nice, man. They took their time with it. They had a, those little short segments in the, uh, in the back between her and Naomi. Yep. Fans were behind it. Fans were behind it, man. They they were chanting, like, make the match. Sonya Deville got the heat. So I I, I cannot wait to see Sonya Deville get back in that ring, man. Win it's lose a, or draw. It's been a long time since SummerSlam, I it's think, been, right? It's been a very long time, yeah. I mean, and last year she, she was on a tear. Like, she was someone that I was like, man, this could be the next women's champion at some point soon. And like she, she lost
1: the loser leaf WWE match against Manny Rose at SummerSlam, I think, last year. I yeah. think I think she was set up to come back, but then that whole incident with her stalker came about, and they kept her off TV. Right. So that was unfortunate. Now she's back. Again, Probably slow build. Huge payoff's coming. Excited about it. Happy to see her back.
0: And in a, in a way, Naomi's back, too, because we haven't seen Naomi wrestle quite some time. Yeah, thank God. Miss Naomi. She's awesome. So this this is well done, man. I, I'm looking forward to seeing this. I don't know if it's going to happen in Extreme Rules
1: or next week in SmackDown. Uh, I'm here for it, though. You and me both. Can't wait. Also, I'm hugely – I'm very high on Baron Corbin. Happy had been 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 Corbin? I have been, been for years. He was my superstar of the year two years ago. And now he's got a, a sidekick with the returning of Riddick Moss. I'm curious to see how this plays in with this new Happy Corbin gimmick. Looking forward to that next week as well. See how that plays out. So there's a lot of things, good things on TV this week, a lot of things – Leaving me looking forward to the next coming week. Hopefully, it's as good as this was. Was this past one was. I noticed you skipped over AEW, buddy.
0: Not, talk, nothing looking forward. We
1: talked talk about it in length with you. I knew we wouldn't. We, I didn't need to cover anything. I knew you n- would cover n- nothing, the n- Nothing you're looking forward to for AEW. No, we covered it all. There's nothing apathetic. really. That, that is, apathetic. Word of the day, apathetic. What on that show, besides what you talked about, led me to think what's happening next week, besides the Kenny Omega, Danny mm-hmm. Ryan thing. I mean, that's a huge one. Yeah, and you covered that already, so well, I'm going to repeat it. I don't see no, any.
0: Br- like- Brit Baker retained over Ruby Soho. I mean, who's going to be the one to, uh, who's next to the challenge? Uh, you know, Randy Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, they came back together to face Malachi
1: Black, got booed out of the arena. Is Cody Rhodes turning heel? I heard about this. I was surprised about this because, you know, but he also said he was never going to turn heel. So is that fact, or is he just blowing smoke up our ass to set this up? I don't know, man. So I'm curious. see what happens next week. This is setting up to be a good heel turn.
0: It was cool to see Brandy Rhodes come back in there. I loved how she faced Matt um, like Black and gave her the finger there. That that was a cool spot, cool moment. But yeah, I mean like Cody Rhodes was definitely as the match progressed, was kind of moving around a little bit more heelish. And that spot with Art,
1: Art Anderson on the apron didn't make any sense. Was that a did he fall Awkward. by accident? Awkward. It like Cody, I, Cody told my, him he was in the wrong spot. He had to move. I don't know if that was scripted. I don't know if he was in the wrong spot on, by accident. Here's my honest thought about this. And this is from experience.
0: <laughs> I think Arnie Anderson may have possibly came in too early.
1: Yeah, because he was in the camera side apron and didn't, he didn't do much. Yeah. And then Cody pointed somewhere and yelled at him. And then he went to make to go to the other side to get the, in the right position. Right, And you, and you see him very cautiously go. Next you know, he's on the floor. Like, yeah, what happened here? He, he he slept. He
0: he fell. I, I I think honestly, I I think that was just a, a my bad
1: and moment. And it happens to the best yeah. of us.
0: It happens. It happens.
1: I mean, what happens to me is not on live TV. Thankfully, in front of a pack you know, crowd. You,
0: you, you you're in front of a crowd. You, you you hopped up on 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 uh, energy and emotion, adrenaline. And uh, you know, sometimes you, might, you just might mix up something, or or, some, or uh, maybe a spot came in too soon, and that he thought that was his cue. Who knows
1: what may have happened there? Uh, Bray Wyatt's debuting next week. Really? Apparently, there's a way that you can, you can waive the 90 day compete clause, and many people are think that it's going to get waived, and he's coming in next week. I'll believe it when I see it. I've man. heard this numerous times from different outlets, from different. i have never heard the story, just for the headline, because. I don't think it happened. How can uh, you waive?
0: How can you wave a ninety-day compete clause?
1: You asked. You asked nicely. Hmm. Hmm. I don't see them doing that either.
0: Why would? Why would WWE grant it though?
1: Yeah, I don't think gonna, I'm saying, I don't see this going to happen. I, I didn't read the article because I didn't think this was going to happen. I wonder if you heard anything, but it doesn't seem like you did. So that's that.
0: I, you know, I was kind of I was kind of thinking at one point. You know, there there are multiple moments where I was like, is someone going to debut tonight? It kind of felt like that energy was going to happen. Someone brought up, like, you know, you know, there's already been so many debuts within the last couple of weeks. We probably need a break right now. And now I to think about Bray Wyatt, though. I mean, like, isn't his contract up? Isn't the 90 days up? Not no, yet. it's Not no. It's not. It's not yet. So that's interesting to bring that up, man. I don't necessarily know. I mean, I know they're teasing about, like, possibly a new leader for Dark Order. That could be Bray Wyatt. Also, heard they're breaking up. Or they could be breaking up. We'll see. I, you know, a lot can happen. A lot can happen, man. We, we've seen stranger things happen. Who knows, man?
1: So another reason to tune in next week for AEW. Marcus, you're a good friend of mine. I'll give you 30 seconds here. You have 30 seconds to answer this question. Okay. How did it feel, Marcus? See CM Punk back in the ring after seven years. You're a big CM Punk <laughs> fan. You were you're looking forward to this. You got to see CM Punk wrestle. I how, did. How was it? I, I did. Listen, see,
0: seeing CM Punk having the energy of him coming out was Amazing. Amazing. Crushed it on a mic. The ring, I feel like, if I'm going to be completely honest, I feel like him and Hobbs didn't necessarily have the right chemistry. Or it it wasn't necessarily the same type of chemistry that Punk and Darby Allen had. Uh, It 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 felt very different. Not to say that, like, Hobbs did a bad job or Punk did a bad job. You know, um, Punk definitely made Hobbs look strong. So he did his job there with that. I know Punk came in here to help the young talent. and I, I feel like he helped Hobbs look good here. CM Punk did get the win. But uh, overall, it was good. It was, it was cool to see him live. That was a cool experience. You know who actually stole the show? Or may have come off this this way uh, with Rampage? Uh, Adam Cole got the loudest pop that what for that
1: show. That's not surprising. Every time he comes out, everyone does the whole boom, baby thing. Yeah. I think that's part of the show
0: which is good i think part of it i think part of it too is like you know it was a five-hour show like you know if we were wiped out after the first oh, half had dark too right wasn't dark beforehand we, we had dark before but that's like you right. know with brian uh brian danielson can Omega kicking off dynamite you know all our energy was into that and then the, right after you had CM punk come out then right after that i mean like it, there was like one after the other after the other so mm-hmm. by the time rampage came out dude we were done
1: oh yeah absolutely done happen. It seemed like it could be yeah. a long ass night and rough.
0: So like when CM Punk CM Punk opened the card with Hobbs at that point, you know we were excited to see him again, but we had already saw him. Mm-hmm. So the, I feel like the energy wasn't as up as it was earlier in the night for him. But when Adam Cole came out in the match afterwards, yeah, we lit right back up. Did you give in, Mark? Were you one of those guys singing along to a song? I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I couldn't help it. Come on. I couldn't help it, man. It, it was contagious. It was contagious. Also singing along to Chris Jericho's song when it came out. Again, that's fine. That's Chris uh, Jericho's thing.
1: Don't have to do it for every fucking body.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to talk about something real fast here. You, you, might, you might think I'm crazy here. Because you and I, we agreed on this, that we weren't Young Buck fans, right? No, we are not. And we both said our reasons why. And it was, it was similar as far as like why we didn't think they were that great. I've always stood by this. I always thought the Young Bucks were very athletic, and they were wasting their athleticism on like stupid spots that didn't necessarily make sense. I feel like, and I've been watching them, I feel like they've been getting better, I have to say. I feel like ever since they got back with Kenny Omega, that they've been working with him, I feel like they've been a little bit smarter about their spots, and it's been making more sense.
1: Okay, good to hear. So,
0: I'm glad to see that click with them. I was watching uh, the, the six man match that, that night, and I was like, man, this, they're really clicking here. They're really working together really well, especially with Adam Cole. They have that history, too. Yeah. It's it just, um, it, it helps. They're slowing it down a little bit. They're, they are showing athleticism at the right spots. It's making more sense. If they could keep doing this type of work, they could be the best tag
1: team out there today. And I can't believe I'm saying that. I can't believe you're saying that either. Probably edit it out. <laughs> Marcus, it's time to wrap things up. Any go-home thoughts for you? Yeah, buddy. So, Outlaw is coming back. It's
0: official. We have a few dates coming up here. Thursday, October 21st, Our Lady of Mount uh, Mount Carmel in Brooklyn, New York. Thursday, November 4th, here's one I'm eyeing here. I definitely got to get back home for this. Great South Bay Brewery in Bayshore, New York. That's my hometown over there. Oh, next to my hometown over there, very close to where I used to live. Friday, November 5th, Queens Brewery in Queens, New York. Thursday, November 18th, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, again in Brooklyn, New York. And then Thursday, December 16th, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, again in Brooklyn, New York. Outlaw is back, baby.
1: Great. Can't wait. That's all I got. Buddy. All right. I had a couple things, but now I don't remember them because I think I'm a too hopped up on these antibiotics. So how about we just uh, wrap things up? Looking forward to Extreme Rules. Talk about that next week. Marcus, let's, let's, let's go home.
0: Watch all yourself. right. All right. So for everyone back home, you can find more of me at yourfavoriteactive.com. Follow me at all forms of social media at Mark Schwan. And make sure to follow at Shot Wrestling, all forms of social media on there. Give us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, we want to hear from you. This is a show for the fans, by the fans. So, uh, you know, we want to see how we can improve what topics you want to hear who you want us to interview interview sessions will be coming back some point soon so let us know
1: and again folks i don't know when mark started taking all my lines now so i have nothing left to say so far, hollywood Schwann. i have been your host at michael j putty until next week putty out swan is maybe hey at- i hear the bell ring and hip tosses and body slams oh my and maybe you seem a bit confused yeah baby but i got you pinned ha ha ha